You're listening to the Elect Dead Story podcast, season four, episode 41, The Power of Stuff. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. I first noticed the power of stuff when I was 24. I was just starting out in my life. I was a disc jockey at a radio station. Suddenly, a tornado swooped into town. And it was kind of cool. The sky turned a weird greenish color. You know what I'm talking about. The sirens went off. I went into a laundromat to the apartment building. There was some fear, but not really that much. I mean, we knew the walls were strong. And I knew that if the tornado hit my apartment, I would lose all of my possessions which would fit into a suitcase and cost about the same. Now, the next day, people at work were freaking out. Some had lost roof shingles, some had dented cars, and everybody was on the phone trying to get a hold of insurance agents. The next time I noticed the power of stuff was years later. We had just purchased our own home, and this time, when the tornado sirens went off, I was one of the ones freaking out. I hope my family is safe, people were saying. True, but I also hoped that my stuff was safe. So, fast forward to today. Now, I got a lot of stuff. Probably too much stuff. I'm thinking less stuff would actually be better. Kind of reminds me of the George Carlin bit he does about stuff, doesn't it? Now, let's go to last week. A hurricane hit Florida, and a friend of mine was freaking out about the storm surge. And I said, well, why? Do you have family or friends in the area? No, he said. I got a house and a boat and a jet ski and a dock. So anyway, he's on the phone, going to head down with insurance agents, take a late flight, survey the damage, fix the stuff, replace the stuff, inspect the stuff. The place he spent time relaxing now has cost him many nights of stress. I mean, he can do what he wants, right? But it seems kind of expensive when you factor in all the hours spent on earning the money to buy this stuff and then all the time spent worrying about it compared to how much time he spends relaxing there. Makes hotels seem kind of cheap. So let's say you are listening and you are approximately in your middle 30s. Let me spell out for you what will probably happen with your stuff and the rest of your life. First, you're going to sell your smaller house because the kids are crowding in. And then you'll get a bigger house that'll store their stuff that they will leave stored in your house and don't ever want to take with them. Finally, you'll get tired of looking at their stuff and your stuff. And you'll buy a second house that is less cluttered on a lake or shore someplace. And now you'll be worried about stuff in two places. So you'll get two lawnmowers, two security systems, two insurance policies, until you finally downsize into a smaller place that has a separate storage facility to hold on to all the stuff you got but still can't let go of. And finally, your kids will coerce you into moving into a super small place and eventually ditch all of your stuff as sentimental, worn-out junk. Out it goes. And you will get so mad about all the stuff they threw away that you will stop talking to your now disrespectful kids. You have chosen sides, and your stuff won. So, I've been thinking about what Jesus said with some new eyes. He said, if somebody takes your coat, 
give them your cloak as well. I always thought he was talking about being, I don't know, super forgiving or super generous. Maybe it's about realizing that stuff is just not that important in the grand scheme of things. We live in a place that's so stuff-happy that that seems like apostasy. We're, we're sometimes not called people, but consumers. Can you imagine a place where we are identified not by who we are, but by the stuff we buy? <laughs> so let me pull a weed. I want to talk to the person who's approximately 50. You are looking at retirement. You are thinking about the rest of your life. Are you sure you want more stuff? Or will it be like eating the third piece of cake? Too much, just, just not worth it. Look at each other and say, will this really work? Will this purchase make us happier or more stressed? And now, let me plant a seed. What if the rest of your life was not about buying stuff, but experiencing the joy of doing what you were made to do. The experience of giving yourself without worrying about stuff that moths can eat and rust can destroy. I mean, it is your life. Why not make it as enjoyable as possible? Well, that's the story. Thank you for listening and rating and ranking the podcast. If you like it, you've heard in these podcasts, I have a speech called The Time Machine. Your company, group, or gathering I know will like it. Maybe you just have a question. If you do, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Reach out to me at my website, ilikethatstory.net. ilikethatstory.net. Until next time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.